Hello, everyone. I welcome you to this podcast, and I'm excited to speak to you on this very topic because it's. I've seen a lot of people go through difficult seasons in their life, and they just go through it in isolation, which worsens how they actually thrive in the middle of it. My name is Nike Folagbade, and I'm a family life coach, a personal transformational and a family life coach. So that means I help singles and married people build healthy relationships and also build a great marriage. This episode is going to be titled How to Find Peace and Strength in the Middle of a Difficult Marriage. How to Find Peace and Strength in the Middle of a Difficult Marriage. So let me define a difficult marriage first. I'm not referring to a marriage where you're being physically abused. Like if that is the case, then you need to seek for help and and get out of that house at least for a while you need a temporary um, separation do not try to say oh because of my children because of the society no you need to seek for help because your life is better than just um just staying there and saying well maybe it will change i will keep praying you know i just feel i should put that clause before i, I start a difficult marriage here is referring to a marriage where you're going through a difficult season so maybe you're both always arguing like there's so much argument that has led to disconnection there's there's a issue of intimacy like lack of intimacy lack of connection lack of friendship lack of uh, support or there's just a lot of silent treatment or maybe you're even trying to recover from an infidelity issue that you have decided that okay you want to work on this marriage so you get what i'm saying it's not, i'm not referring to being physically abused because that would require a faster intervention now i have five things to share with you so this is like five ways to find peace and strength in the middle of a difficult marriage the book of first peter 5 7 says that cast all your cares to the lord for he cares about you you know the lord cares about you and it's funny that we live our lives on our own forgetting that we have a a a, a strength in, we have a how do i put it we have a comforter in jesus we have if a father who cares about us and I, I feel like a lot of us miss out on the fatherhood of god because we are separated from god through our sin our rejection pain from family from church wounds and all sort of things and at the end of the day we just feel like oh god doesn't really care and i don't think i care about god so let's just dive in quickly the first point is don't suffer in silence if you're going through a a very difficult time in your marriage don't try to deal with issues on your own you know I, 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 when I was studying uh, the book of First Samuel, there was something that struck me about David. David was a man who was constantly inquiring of the Lord what he should do at every time that there was a battle. So I noticed that there was also a time that he would go to see Ahimelech, who was the priest, and would inquire of the Lord from what he should do. So he was either inquiring of the Lord by himself or would sometimes go to a priest to really inquire of the Lord. The whole essence of what I'm saying is that David did not fight his battles on his own. He had God, he had a priest he could talk to, he had friends he could talk to. Do you understand? I feel like we actually always want to solve things by ourselves and we just stay there in worry in shame and i know that sometimes we're thinking oh what will people say how do i tell this person who is the right person to tell and you have to be careful about who you tell because some people would carry your matter 
and begin to gossip there are people you will even share your stuff to and they will go tell your husband or your wife so when it comes to discussing with someone about the things that are going on in your marriage you have to be very careful for me when i was going through a difficult time in my marriage where it just felt like we were both at loggerheads and there was just a lot of disconnection i remember that at a point because i did not really have friends and i'm going to talk about that also because i did not really have friends what i did was i couldn't just talk to anybody so i began to pray and say lord i actually would need a support at this time of my life i need a friend that is not just a friend but someone that is spiritually matured someone that has the wisdom of god in her i don't want someone that's going to be saying ah your husband did this you better leave him you better do this you better beat him you better slap him you know those kinds of advice i did not want that so i also wasn't just going to front my my marriage to anybody so what i did was uh, i just prayed that god i need someone who could help and blah 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 things like that and you know a few months later like about two months or so god you know orchestrated me with this other lady who was very matured spiritually wisdom wise and all and for god to for god to show me that oh this is someone you could talk to if you need wisdom sometimes we were praying together one day and god began to reveal so many things that i should do to make my marriage better things like oh do not argue unnecessarily do not try to monitor your husband do not try to control him you know god was just giving me wisdom tips which i'm going to share later in another podcast on things you can do to make your marriage better you know and so from that moment you know i just shared with her oh i feel like i'm going through this and this and i don't know what's causing it and she shared with me some wisdom principles that really helped me at that time and it was not just the fact that she was telling me it was the fact that i had a way of unbundling like i had a way of 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 like relieving myself of that issue at that time and it was very helpful it was the beginning of a turnaround for me at that time and some of the advice and wisdom were quite difficult for me because so i wanted a quick fix or i wanted something that would show me like that would that would, i would use to show him pepper you know the way we always want to take matters in our hands but you know wisdom is different from you just trying to seek your own ways and all so my first advice to you is don't suffer in silence you need to speak to god like you need to actually and i'm going to talk about that you need to be able to speak to god about your issues and you need to also be able to find maybe a trusted friend a counselor you know you could speak to a therapist you could speak to a professional who would be able to guide you at that time and you know that sometimes um people say oh we have to pay a professional will i always go to meet a professional over every single thing what if i just need wisdom sometimes and that's why i said you might need a trusted friend who is very you know wise and spiritually mature but then you could also have a relationship with your counselor in such a way that you no know, once in a while you could always beep in to ask few questions it just depends on the person you're, you're talking to you could also talk to me too you know okay so the second point is change your anchor change your anchor and what that means is that there's something about anchor a anchor means what is holding you like what is your source of peace source of happiness source of of joy many of us you know especially as women we rely so much on our husbands to make us happy marriage does not make you happy your spouse can never make you happy their own happiness 
is very temporary. It is based on what they do, how they make you feel, if they are in a good mood. But you don't want that kind of life for yourself. You want a situation whereby even in the midst of a difficult time, you can actually find strength. And who is going to be your greatest source? From my experience, God has been my greatest source. Nothing else. Not, um, not, um, fashion not just going out not just all those things those things are temporary and those things are great i'm still going to talk about it but having a source that an anchor that you can always rely on anytime something gets very bad do you get what i mean you know psalm 119 verse 50 talks about how we can get comfort in god how we can bring our issues to god and god will heal our hearts I remember that there are many times that oh, my husband will offend me sometimes. I remember a day that my husband did something and I just felt like I wasn't at fault and he was blaming me and so he went out and I said to God, I said, God, you know my heart. You know that that was not my intention and I did not deserve whatever he said. I want him to apologize. I need you to speak to your son so that he would apologize and I, le- I just left the matter. I just forgot about it. I just felt like, oh, Maybe God was not even going to do anything about it, you know. But guess what? My husband went and came back like two hours time. And when he came back, because I had forgotten that I even prayed that prayer, he just came to me in front of the dressing mirror and he just hugged me and said, I'm sorry about what I did the other time. I shouldn't have spoken to you that way. And, you know, it just occurred to me that, wow, I actually prayed that God should make him apologize, you know, especially because, we you know, there are some men that, hey, it's for them to apologize is an issue. And I was so surprised that God actually answered that prayer, especially because I trusted him. You know, when you, when you want to show that you trust God, it's in that moment when you pray a prayer and you let it go. Like, you, you put it in complete... Um, rest mode not a you're just worried is it going to apologize what is it going to do when you come ah maybe i should say this no that means you're you are not stable and you know what the bible says about being unstable you can't get anything from god okay so change your hand call you need to build intimacy with god you need to be able to build a relationship with god you need to get your identity your identity is not is not being a wife your identity is not being a mother your identity is who god created you god created you in his image he knows who you are you are a warrior you are a victor you are an overcomer there are many things about you you are you are a prophet of the nation you are a teacher of the world it just depends on who god calls you you're the beloved one of god this preferred one you cannot and i repeat you cannot allow a man or a woman to be your source of anchor they would always mess you up. No matter how faithful your partner can be for 10, 15 years, one day they may actually do something that will break your heart. And you see, because people use other people as anchors, like pastors, models, celebrities, when these people fail, they fail together because people now become weak and they feel like, oh, if this person could do this thing, then what's the whole point? So always allow God to be your anchor. If you do not have a strong relationship with God, I'm advising that you make this move in that difficult time because the more closer you get with God, I'm not referring to just praying for 25 days or fasting for 21 days just because you want your prayer, your marriage to work. No, I'm talking about seeking the Lord, seeking the face of God because you want to just know him, because you want to make him your husband. For the Lord is our maker. He is your husband. Whether you're a man or a woman, God is the father to the fatherless, is the husband to the widow, is just everything. So use him as your anchor instead of just waiting for your spouse to make you happy. The third thing is get social. 
you can't just suffer in silence and just be alone and i know that people might say oh i don't have friends it's difficult to keep friends this and that i'm not saying you should keep friends because you want to gist them what's wrong no i'm just talking about once in a while being able to chat with your friends online being able to even go to the beach or go out and just go have fun with your friends if you feel like you don't have friends i remember when i got married i did not really have close friends and that's because i had been hurt several times and i just chose not to have friends anymore but guess what i began to pray i said lord i need friends i don't want friends who will stab me i want good friends and god began to bring these friends my way today i have friends that i can say hey let's meet up somewhere and i know that they have my best my, my interest at heart i have friends that if they call me and my voice is sounding somehow they, they can start to call me every day for the next few days just to be sure that i'm fine i have friends like that but I, it wasn't like that at first so sometimes you need to pray for some friends into your life okay and then learn to like have a life beyond your husband or your wife learn to be able to just do your thing yourself number four is seek and serve god's purpose marriage can become very boring if all that you do is just rely on your husband what can you do and sometimes that's where intimacy with god comes god has created you for a purpose there's a purpose he had for you in in mind there's something he wants you to do and the moment you begin to serve god's purpose the, the more you begin to feel fulfilled because if your marriage is not going in the way that you expected it to be it can make you to get to that point where you don't feel satisfied you feel discontented you feel like you're just living a lie a wasted life but align with god seek god more and the more you seek god more he can then begin to drop into your mind and say hey why not begin to help children why not begin to speak to teenagers why not begin to why not start that agri business i remember a time when i was searching for jobs and even though I was into counseling, I just felt like, oh, maybe I need to get a job and have a career on its own. I didn't understand that God had called me into this area as a career, not me having another job and all. So I continued to find jobs and it wasn't just working. And I remember I got a job one time and it felt so frustrating. Even people there were just like, Nikkei, go do your thing. What are you doing here? Even the orgasm was like, what are you doing here? I don't know why you're trying to pursue HR and all sorts of things. But guess what? One day I just began to press it, Lord, what should I do? I'm just trying to like find other means of income aside from what i do and all and one day after some weeks of praying when my mind was clear enough i woke up one morning about to do my bible study and i heard the holy spirit say to me entrepreneur twice i heard him say it twice and because at that time god had given me a business that i was running by the side i didn't take it very serious but from that moment i took that company very serious and now i have that company that brings in good money every month aside from my counseling stuff so i'm not usually under pressure to want to make money from people because i'm helping them no i'm able to do things the right way and use other business as my good source of income so sometimes you need to like allow Align yourself, get a livelihood, do not just depend on your husband. You need to also be able to serve other people, volunteer, you know, help people become better. Find out what God has called you to do. Maybe it's in our Greek, maybe it's medical, maybe it's you know, they're just different fields. You know, serving God's purpose is not always ministerial in nature, but everything is ministry. When I mean ministerial, I mean you don't have to be a pastor, you don't have to be a an apostle. No, you can actually be in any field. And be serving God's purpose there and you will just know that even an HR, HR also some people that's like their calling 
managing business and structures and people and they find so much fulfillment in doing it so find that thing that god has called you to do and really do it you will just notice that somehow you're not just fixated on your marriage and the peace of your marriage that it now disturbs you so much you will know that you have other things you're doing while you're working in your marriage also the last point is take care of your mental and emotional health and in this way, I'm referring to the certain things that you may be doing that is probably making your marriage not to work. Sometimes, maybe what you need to do is to learn to listen. Maybe what you need to do is to learn to be more cooperative, more agreeable. There are times that, you know, I remember a time that when my husband says something that is not in line with my opinion, I always want to show him that, no, this is how it should be. And my husband would be like, ah, can't we have different views? Must you always be antagonistic about things because it's not your value system or it's not your belief system? And, you know, it now became a point, it got to a point where he would rather not tell me. He would rather tell his best friend. And I didn't like it. And I, I just had to learn that there are times that a person is saying something that they want to do you do not even like it but you just allow them to do it let them learn their lessons and all wait for a right timing before you talk sometimes you need to sit down and say what is going on in my marriage disassociate yourself from your marriage a bit and just sit down do some journaling how can i trace what is going on and this is where you need the help of a professional you know, if you need to, if you feel like you need to speak to me or any other professional, that's good. If you want to reach out to me, you can send me an email, hello at nikkeforlagbade.com. Hello at nikkeforlagbade.com. Just send me an email and tell me what it says. Sometimes what you need is guidance and wisdom. So you can get it from professional help. You know, so learn to also journal down your feelings. Learn to learn to write down how you feel. Don't just keep things to yourself. How do you feel today? Can you have a gratitude journal and just show some gratitude to God sometimes? Have a prayer journal. Have a journal where you just write down the things that are happening. You know, I remember sometimes that I would feel so sad about what my husband did. And I'll just open my phone and just begin to write down how I feel there. Because I noticed that sometimes when I share with him, he probably may not respond and I'll feel bad. So at some point, I began to journal these things myself and just onboarding those things because in marriage you will always have times where things are just not rosy don't think that oh every time it's going to be loving loving and all there are times that your partner don't even want to face an issue yet but you need to take care of your own mental health you get you know be more understanding understand the root cause of the issue and what can you do to make it better i'm going to share in another podcast how god gave me the wisdom to work on my marriage but yet i didn't take it on time because i didn't understand where god was coming from but the moment i began to do the things that god asked me to be doing it actually saved my marriage from having too much crisis do you understand so what is your biggest point from what i've shared right now do you want to share with me on my social media platform i'm on instagram at nike day on uh, facebook at nike day and you can send me an email to hello at nike my website is nikeforlagbade.com also so um and if you want to talk to me on whatsapp just bits.ly that's bit.ly forward slash talk to nike the talk is capital letter t and normal talk to me and talk to nike rather so that's bits.ly slash talk to nike with the capital letter t okay so if you would like to share with me what was your biggest point from this what area do you feel like you're having crisis and you need help with what what do you think you want to start to do from what i've said which of these points do you need to do more of 
just make sure that you're not alone you're not dealing with issues alone you're learning to speak to god and build your relationship so that you begin to hear when the holy spirit is telling you things the holy spirit gives me wisdom many times during a crisis or during an issue it strengthens me sometimes when it feels like oh i was cheated you know maybe my husband did something and i was not wrong and he just wants to be a man you know that kind of thing so you need some of this support to be able to just enjoy your marriage and live happily thank you for listening to me please share this with someone else if you feel like you really learned a lot from it and enjoy